Okay, even right now I'm joined by Simon Woods from uh, the New Zealand Music Commission. He is the New Zealand Music Month manager. Good morning. Good morning. How are we today, sir? We're very good. That's fantastic. Of course, day number two. Day number two of the month. How was your first day? First day was good. Um, it was it was a funny one because it was a Monday, so um, it's not really traditionally a day of gigs. Yeah. So it was, if anything, a nice um, restrained start to the month. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to slide into it easily this time instead of a big bang. Yes. Uh, as we have seen in, in years gone by. Um, right. Um, you know, I mean, everyone knows about Music Month. Uh, it's been going for a very long time, um, but I guess we we all kind of know the goings-ons now, but we don't necessarily... A lot of people probably haven't grown up with the aim or knowing what the aim of the whole month was. We just think, oh, it's just a month of New Zealand music. But, you know, it was born out of a necessity um, at the time where uh, there wasn't that much Kiwi music on air. Uh, in terms of radio and uh, television. Um, so, so what are the aims of New Zealand Music Month? Well, nowadays the aims are, are very, very vague and quite general. I mean, as you said, it, it started off with a very set aim of trying to increase um, radio support for local music. And, the, you know, all these years later... Um, that's not a specific aim. We are always encouraging of radio to play more local music. Um, but the actual aim of Music Month now is simply um, to celebrate New Zealand music. It's, we shine, a, you know, music happens around our country all year round. Mm-hmm. We use May to put a, a little bit more focus on that. Um, we encourage people to get out and support local artists, try something different. Um, listen to music, do activities in schools or libraries, um, anything that uh, actually just sort of goes, wow, we've got some really, really talented people in this country. Indeed we do. So do you think uh, it achieved its aim, its original goals? Well, its original goal, pretty much, yes. I mean, when when it first kicked off, um, commercial radio support for New Zealand music was, you know, hovering around 2%. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, you know, between 15 and 20 on average, and, you know, that's an incredible increase. Um, but you also look at how the, the music industry side of, of our music community has grown and uh, developed in those years, and it's a much more, um, for lack of a better term, professional industry that we have, the, the support mm-hmm. systems and the the businesses involved in working with local musicians have grown up an awful lot and we see that with the the caliber of of musicians that are active and um, trying to eke out a career we also see it in how many um, artists are able to take their music offshore and pursue um, quite you know big and modest dreams Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that is you know, incredibly encouraging, and we like to think that New Zealand Music Month had a part to play in that. We definitely weren't responsible, but we had a part to play. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I think uh, without the month, um, a lot of people that are now doing quite well wouldn't have seen a lot of New Zealand music. You know, when when they were growing up in the early two thousands. You know, if you if you take a lot of the young artists um, that are doing well, um, do you think um, you know one, one of the things that is really worrying for for um, people within the music industry is the um, closing down of venues? 
lower audiences going to live shows. And I know now that, you know, these days New Zealand Music Month is heavily focused on live shows. Um, you've got the what goes on at libraries around the country. Um, you've got a lot of... Um, you know a lot of other live live things happening um do you do you think that live music uh, in this country is failing a little bit um now that people kind of tend to have every band that they want in their back pocket um to some degree yes and to some degree no i mean the 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 thing with venues is you know particularly those that specialize in in original music and sometimes more niche um fringe original music is a really really tough businesses to make viable no matter what's the situation so you know we would like to think more people would go out to gigs but you know unfortunately the reality is some businesses will thrive and some won't mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and venues traditionally do come and go we we'd rather see more venues than less obviously yeah. um and we'd like to see more people out enjoying going to see live music because you know as as anyone that does do that see me regularly or what even only ever doing it done it once the live experience is completely different to sitting at home listening to, to pre-recorded music mm -hmm. um it's musically it can be absolutely the best time of your life can also be pretty miserable as well um truth is, <laughs> yeah, but it's, right. it's also a great way to meet other people that like similar sorts of music yeah. you know you create um social circles and you know there's all of that element to, to the live experience that people often you know overlook it is an incredibly socially enjoyable ex experience to have mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i um, mean you know, for, for a lot of people that are you know and they're, you know, 18 first, you know, going to licensed venues and, and experiencing live music. Some of those people that you go to gigs with will be your friends for life. That's right. They'll be, you know, and that's incredible and mm -hmm. incredibly powerful. Um, and in Music Month, one of the the wonderful things that happens, as you mentioned, is, is the, the likes of the library shows and things like that which are family friendly so you don't have to be 18 you don't have to have a beer in your hand they, they're usually free to attend and they expose an audience to music in a setting that a lot don't haven't experienced before they you know there's nothing better than seeing a, you know a, a, a performer with a bunch of quite young kids dancing away you know they have no inhibition not standing at the back going oh yeah i think this band's pretty good they just get in there yeah um, yeah, yeah that's right and you know that sort of thing's incredibly liberating and we hope that you know habits can be formed and the live experience you know becomes more attractive and barriers to going to see bands less mm -hmm, um of course there's also the the flip side of of the live scene is you know just pure economics yeah there's, that's right there's a large number of, of of young people that are underemployed um been able to afford a cover charge to go and see a band sometimes is out of their breach yeah yeah and economics on the other side too i mean a lot of bands get a, a, a large part of the money for the band like um through live shows they have fundraising shows for singles and albums and eps it's really important for them as well so there's that double-edged Yep. Uh, side to it, really, isn't it? I mean, the, the live show now in an age of uh, digital downloads is more important than ever. 
Oh, totally. Mm, mm, without doubt, without doubt. And what are some of the great... Um, I mean, there's always so many amazing events around New Zealand Music Month. I mean, it's my second favourite month of the year, other than my birthday awesome. month. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe your birthday to May, double <laughs> yeah, If I could, I would. It's stuck in July. It's my sister's month in May, greedy woman. Um, but, um, yeah, what are some of the amazing shows? Because we've got the Look and Cranny Fest down here uh, just this weekend. Uh, Going Local 2017, I think, is happening in a few spots around the country. Uh, yep. You know, uh, with industry people coming to talk and a few shows as well. What are some of the other big events going on around the nation that we and down in Aotearoa might not know about? Right. Well, you mentioned Nook and Cranny. I, I was I was fortunate enough to be there last year for the for the first one. And if people are thinking of going, I strongly recommend it. It is quite quite different. Yeah. <laughs> really, really awesome. You know, to walk around a, 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 a bookshelf and there's Robert Scott playing. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, it's, that was a, a really enjoyable day for me last year, and I'm sure for those that attend this year it will be as well. But around the country, there's um, there's a lot happening. There's no massive big thing this year, mm-hmm. which we're actually quite pleased about, to be, to be honest, because um, sometimes they, they tend to get um, a little bit too much focus. Yeah, or a lot of focus, but there's a lot of bands touring, and and as you said, you know, it's important for bands to be able to you know make money um, at gigs, mm-hmm. and um, it, we always really like the fact that you know May is a good time to to have the band on the road doing you know maybe a national tour or um, a South Island tour or things like that, and there's a whole bunch of bands doing things like that. There's um, the Jordan Luck Band, Mel Parsons is, is playing shows. Um, we've got, oh, cl- we've so got Cape Riot down here. Um, this yeah. week they're on album That's release tour. That's another thing. You know, a lot of bands release their albums around this time as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, we've also got Battle of the Bands on throughout May. You do too, don't you? That's, yeah. Dunedin's always busy. Yeah. You know, all year round. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, fun place to go and see music. We're doing all right this year. We're doing all right. Uh, well, the last last week, well, which is great, and I guess that's why we just got the Silver Scrolls announced down here too, which we're very excited about. Yes, and and I, um, you know, as, as an Aucklander, I'm incredibly jealous to see Shane Carter as the music director. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's like I, I can't imagine what he's going to do with it, and <laughs> it will be awesome. Oh, neither can I. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess we we can't really tell until we see the shortlist as well, and then we're like, oh god, who's he going to get to play that? It's that is very, true. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. No, um, I th- yeah, it is a, a bit of a quieter one this year. But like you said, I think I think um, that's good because the focus can be across the board uh, instead of those three sh- three shows in one day type um, scenarios that have gone on in the past. Yeah. Um, and um, and and so you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket necessarily um, because there is so much going on. And I, I guess one of the main focuses for New Zealand Music Month, uh, more than putting on events is to just um, highlight, you know, advertise. I guess that's one of your biggest things, right? Get the posters out there, get the shirts out there, get the things out there so it's all in your face and then you can go and discover it for yourself. Yes, I mean, we, you know, there's the posters and various things like that we do to say, hey, it's Music Month. But actually our our primary focus is pushing information out about what's happening around the country. I mean, you know, we'd rather people didn't go, oh, it's Music Month. We'd rather they went said, oh, we went and saw Flat Flat Riot and they were awesome, or uh, we 
brought um, the David Dallas album and had a few friends around and had a pizza and it's it was a great album. night. It's a good album. We love David Dallas. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's amazing, isn't he? Oh, he is. He's real good. Yeah, big fans. Big fans. Um, awesome. Well, um, long may it continue, uh, Simon. Thank you so much for uh, being in charge of such a huge event. You must be, uh, you know, logistically, I guess, in a way, because it's the breath, length and breadth of the nation. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. No, I mean, we we sometimes quietly say in the, the office that we figure it's probably... New Zealand's largest cultural festival. I would say so. It is definitely the largest community-led because, uh, you know, we don't lead Music music Month. It basically drags us around screaming and kicking, trying to keep up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, its greatest strength is that people see value in it and, more importantly, see value in doing things musical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Well, um, if you if people need to know more details, they can find a lot of things on your website, right? Um, yeah, that will, sh- that will point to things around the country. Um, so you just go to nzmusic.org.nz, NZ Music Month, or forward slash NZ Music Month. Um, Actually, if they go to New Zealand Music Month. Co. Oh, is, is the one. Of course, of course. And we have we have a, a daily gig guide up there that uh, we have um, rapidly trying to keep up with all listing all the, the things that you can do um and of course check local gig guides and and yeah. various other things as well because they're the ones that will be there all year round yeah we've got our void clothing playtime report so we uh you know check that out every day well, well i tell everybody about it every day anyway and there's the prime rocks uh doing their things again throughout may which is awesome i love prime rock series it's great yep yep indeed hey simon thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning it's been a pleasure thanks Thanks for having us. And enjoy your month. I know you will. You too. All right, cheers, <laughs> Max.